Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. If you're watching this here on YouTube or if you are on BitChute for this video, please take advantage of the fact that the Master's Voice has playlists. A playlist is a great way to get deeper into a particular theme. Now you'd want to get into deeper into a particular theme because as you listen progressively to what God has to say on a particular issue, you get better understanding, you gain wisdom about it, you gain teaching about it, and you also come to understand God's prophetic stance on that thing. So there are different types of playlists on the master's voice. There is the Russia and the China series. That was the very first series that the Lord had me do. That series is dealing with the fact that the end of America will be, I'm talking of her final, final times will be to fall in warfare to Russia and China. But as you go progressively into the playlist, you will hear God begin to reveal over the years, other nations, nations that will come with Russia and China will be Ukraine, Taiwan, North Korea, um, North Korea with South Korea. The Lord actually revealed during the progression of prophecy that North and South Korea are going to be united. They are going to become one country and they will bring a united front against the United States in the end times. This is part of the prophecy, the Kings of the East. And I think also the nation of Japan. So at that time, the Lord also revealed, um, as you listen to these prophecies, that America's judgment will be according to Revelation chapter 18, which is that as the nation is receiving all her punishments, receiving all her plagues in one day, nobody is going to help. No one is going to come to her aid. She's going to find herself utterly alone. There will be no great NATO rescue or anything of that nature. And so the Russian China playlist is the very first playlist that started the master's voice, and it would be very helpful for you to understand what kind of channel this is. If you check out that playlist, the best way to use a playlist is to simply go to where it says playlists on my dashboard, find the playlist that you want to listen to, and then just press the play button that's there. Every playlist has a play button. All the prophecies are listed from the oldest one to the newest one. So if you listen in order, just taking your time to work through it. I do not recommend binging on this channel. I know that some people do, but if you do that and your soul and spirit is not able to handle the volume of information that you're taking in, it can have a very detrimental and sort of kind of crash um, effect on you. Besides the Russian China playlist, there are playlists containing information that is no longer hosted here on YouTube. So you can only find those playlists on BitChute and Brighteon and I will soon make a video and leave that link so that those who are interested in the medical panorama and the harm that causes harm can go to BitChute and Brighteon and take advantage of the playlist there. There are also a large number, a very large and diverse group of playlists that cover supernatural things that God says will be part of the end times. This is speaking of the return of the Nephilim. These are the mighty men of old, the children and the descendants of the fallen angels who mated with women. 
that you can find more information on this in the book of Genesis chapter 6. There are at least 32 verses teaching on the presence of giants throughout the scripture. All you have to do is type giants in the Bible on Google and you will find those verses and go, can go and look for yourself. One such famous giant that everybody knows is the one, the Philistine Goliath that a young David fought when he was a boy. Um, there are prophecies on the return of the Nephilim. There are prophecies on the entry into this world of extremely powerful and very demonic entities that are popularly known as aliens. There's an entire playlist on that. There's an entire playlist on what will be a very terrible time for Earth, which is the rise of reanimate, basically reanimated dead people, people who are dead and at the same time are alive. And there's a particular reason that they got that way. And so some of the prophecies will tell you that, but then some of the prophecies um, explaining that in detail can only be found on the alternate channels for reasons that I have just described. So no matter what it is that you are looking into, you are looking into transhumanism, which is not part of the transgender movement that is taking place across the world today, men dressing up as women and pretending to be women when they are not. Transhumanism is the process whereby human beings will be convinced that the form and the shape and the format in which the Lord Jesus Christ has created us as humans is unsatisfactory for the new world. For there is a new world coming. We all know about it, the so-called Great Reset, and things that are being pushed on us at a relentlessly fast pace for that new world to fully birth itself. And so one of the tenets, one of the ways that Satan will be establishing his dominance in that new world is through relentless marketing and propaganda that you can already see taking place now in all these little Google conferences and WHO conferences and World Economic Forum conferences. You already see these ideas being advanced as if they are a foregone conclusion. A foregone conclusion means that someone is talking to you about something as if you already agree to it. So they just come to you and start talking about it as if they already had previous conversations with you about it. And you said, oh, it's great, I agree. And so they're just coming and continuing. These things are being advanced as if they are the natural next step for humanity. But does God share that view? God emphatically does not share the view that human beings should be melded with machines. God does not share the view that you should go and cut off your arm and replace it with a bionic arm from Terminator or whatever, or that you should have your organs replaced or laced with titanium or whatever it is that they're going to be doing to corrupt the human vessel. The Lord has been very clear in the transhumanist prophecies, prophecies about hybrids, the fact that they will mix animal intelligence with animals, I mean with humans, and create a whole world of super soldiers and think like things like that. You can find all these prophecies in the three, I think it's three supernatural playlists or force of supernatural playlists that are on the master's voice. So um, it's extremely useful for you to use a playlist. You can get a lot of in-depth information, even on fallen angels. There's a playlist for that. You can get a lot of in-depth information in a reasonable amount of time and just come to know the Lord's heart. Understand that the core of the master's voice is not, this is not an op-ed, it's not an opinion piece, it is not the New York Times. It is a place 
where the words of the Lord are given preeminence so that those who care to and those who are wise can come to the full knowledge of what is in the heart and the mind of God. Today's prophecy continues in the vein of human trafficking. This prophecy is a little bit over a month old. It is called Human Trafficking and Murder in America, and I received it on the 10th of July, 2022. The banner scripture is this, whoever steals a man and sells him, and anyone found in possession of him shall be put to death. This is Exodus 21, verse 16. And so this was a very early morning prophecy, 5.37 a.m. on Sunday morning, and this was how I started my day. God was showing me what he has been showing me more and more and more, I would say, in this present year, and it is the true evils of human trafficking. It's not like I haven't brought human trafficking prophecies before. Mentions of human trafficking are scattered all through the prophecies of, I think it's 2021, where God was showing me, for instance, I had a dream where I somehow got on a a phone line. So I didn't see any men, but I was on a phone line with about four or five men. And these men were discussing how to rape their wives. So there are many different types of sexual abuse and trafficking that God has been showing me. And these men were sharing various ideas, which I will not discuss at this time. They were sharing various ways to rape their wives and hide the evidence, uh, cancel the evidence, get rid of the evidence so that she can't even tell the police this man did this to me. And I was listening in horror to hear married men. And there was only one married man who had never tried it. And he was listening because God lets me feel people's feelings. He was listening to learn. So he wasn't there to say, oh, this is horrible. It's heinous. Going to report all of you the second I get off this call. No, he was there, both ears open, the little teacup that wants to learn. That's one of the things I saw. There is a prophecy by the title of 19 minutes to human trafficking. And in that prophecy, um, the Lord basically made it known that before we get, get to the end of things, human trafficking, he said, is going to be the worst evil on earth. It is going to be so pervasive. It is going to happen so often that the Lord said in that prophecy that we will come to a time where no one will be able to say that they don't know a trafficking victim. So just imagine in a world of so many billions of people, the Lord said that someone will either have been trafficked themselves or they will be the immediate family of someone who has been trafficked or they will know within their circle, not very far off, but very close circle of someone not too distant from them who has been trafficked. In order for this statement to become true, listeners of the master's voice, this means that trafficking has to become so ubiquitous, meaning so bold, open, common, and so sophisticated, meaning that it is so brass in your face and yet sharp on its tacks, that it is hard to spot, hard to prove, even harder to bust. So the in-depth messages that I have started to put on the master's voice have only started coming to me very recently. And I have to tell you um, that this is very corrosive stuff. Corrosive prophecies are things that are so bitterly painful that there is absolutely no way for me to prophesy them without them having an effect on me first and then on the listener. 
There's absolutely no sanitized way to bring these things to you. These things are not coming off of blogs. They're not coming off of my Saturday afternoon reading. These are things that are being blatantly exposed to me in the most blunt way possible, seeing that um, to my shock, to my utter disbelief, thinking that this is a future thing, that we are already in a world where people sleep with animals on tape. So I'm going to say that again. We are already in a world where people sleep with animals on tape. I know there's at least one person staring at me like, poor soul, she didn't know. No, I did not know. We are already in that world where women sleep with dogs and other animals. Men sleep with animals and the animals sleep with them back, whereby the human being is the receiver of the bestiality instead of the giver of the bestiality. We are already in a world like that. And just when you think that God cannot lift up the rug further and expose, expose more filth, he absolutely can, which means that the depth of this thing, the depth of depravity of people who are willingly, for instance, laying with animals for money, and then people who are being subjected to it for the entertainment of others as part of the trafficking offerings trafficking offerings is speaking of we've got a little boy five years old blonde haired blue we have blue eyes we have a little girl she's seven she looks um african-american and uh she's like this and like that we have they cater to the tastes of what people want this is what I am learning from my own prophecies. They cater to the taste. And this prophecy, it flows in different ways to show you the different tastes that exist in the United States. So let's start. There are stores in America where you can order people. There are stores that you can go to, not not um, not a real store, you know, not a physical store, obviously. But then again, with trafficking, obviously, they're not keeping these people in the internet. So obviously, there exist physical locations, physical buildings, physical places constructed to look like other places, obviously. Just the way people launder money, people will start a legitimate business and then be laundering all their crime money through the laundromat or through the school or through the apartment building that they buy, and that physical location might be a le legitimate business, but it is also a place where money is passed through to wash it from criminal activities before putting it back in the general fund, the general pool of money. And so they're obviously physical locations because if you're trafficking, you have to move human beings from place to place. You have to keep them somewhere. Even if you have used and turned this precious um, um, body, this precious human being that God has made and that God has fashioned with his own two hands and called it Adam or Eve, and he loves it. Even if you have reduced a person to nothing more than just a hump of flesh that you can record with an animal and sell the footage and also have three people there watching and the footage people pay a fee and then the people who are watching also pay a fee and you have two income streams, even if you have reduced humanity to that. 
that humanity still needs to sleep sometimes, that humanity still needs to be treated with medical care, that humanity still needs to eat, that humanity still needs to take a shower occasionally if they can be allowed. And for that, you need physical locations for these, these um, ancillary side actions to keeping your product to take place. So there's physical locations, but the Lord was showing me here that how the online game is run. And this is, this is just a vision that God woke me up showing me. And so there's stores in America here where you can order people. Um, and this is an international worldwide ring with the biggest dogs here in America. So you can only go to these online stores if you have special instructions. You can never, ever stumble on a human trafficking ring unless you're a hacker and you have the knowledge to know how to do so. But if you're an ordinary person and let's say you're typing in, um, you're typing in an address and you make one or two mistakes, Google will always tell you, oh, did you mean this? And Google is able to tell, Firefox, Safari, they're able to tell she means this and bring you to that website even if you made typos. Human trafficking websites are the kind of websites you will never get to unless you know the exact written website because the way their websites are done and the way their websites are written, they are written in a way that you could never make that many typing mistakes and land on the site by mistake. So you can only get there by instruction. You can never ask Siri or Google and get there by mistake. And so it's by invitation only. You have to know who knows the people who have the site. You can never stumble into human trafficking websites by yourself. You can only be invited in. And please understand America, please understand South Africa, that God says you are also involved in this kind of thing, that you are also doing it, Nigeria, trafficking people, in West Africa and Southern Africa, because once there is mention of human trafficking in Nigeria, once there is mention of human trafficking in South, trafficking in South Africa, no trafficking happens in a vacuum. It can never be that South Africa is sitting there and the countries around it, like maybe Mozambique or Lesotho or Botswana do not have links in Zimbabwe. They do not have links. West Africa, Senegal, Cameroon, it is impossible that Nigeria is sitting there because to traffic, as I said, you need a network and you need a route. And therefore it is a ring. It is a bruising and crushing ring, not only in regions, but a ring around the world, moving human flesh in different ways cleverly by night with intimidation with the object of sexualizing what is so precious to God. And eventually when the human body cannot take it anymore, then it's time to kill the person and move to stage two with whatever they do with the body parts. And so you can only be invited in and to be invited in, you have to be the kind of person who's interested in this. And you would be very shocked to find this prophecy. This is not a prophecy about the elites, because in America, as I have been saying for the entire length of time that I have been doing the blog, God says it is amazing how people have this idea that only rich people sin. It, it is a laughable concept that it's only the politicians and the movie stars that sin. 
This is about ordinary people, their predilections, your neighbor who you think is the nicest man until the day somebody breaks a window in the basement and you find out that he's got his two daughters down there and he's been sleeping with them for 12 years and they both have twins for him. This is what is festering next door and these people will come out and smile and you won't know it. You have to know where to find the people who do this. You also have to have money because you have to pay money. You have to pay money to the person who's going to hook you up. He's not just going to pass it on like, hey, you know, you want to be part of human trafficking? You want to buy a girl? You want to buy a boy? You want to buy a man? They're not going to pass on this information to you for free. So I guess there's some process. I don't know the process where you will indicate that you are interested. You pay that person to let them know you're interested. And then you must pay again a ton of money to get access to the information of the website, just the website alone. And they will give it to you on something called a scrap. So that's what, that's what, that's the word that just kept coming to me as I was watching this vision. It comes on a scrap. You're supposed to memorize that website and destroy it immediately. Just a tiny little dirty piece of paper, like something pulled out of a notebook. You're supposed to destroy it Im immediately, but sometimes they're going to be more, um, more 21st century about it. And they send it to you on encrypted mail. So this is what I was seeing. Encrypted mail is mail that comes from a server that you cannot reverse lookup. So, you know, we have reverse phone calls here. Somebody calls you and then they, they don't want to answer. Um, they don't want to continue the call. So they buzz you and then they hang up. Maybe they change their mind. You can, um, reverse dial that number and find out who it was, but this server that will send you the mail cannot be traced back. You can't do a backward trace on the server. You can't identify the server because God was showing me the server like little electronic spiders. And these spiders were just climbing in the internet and they would go up and then they would suddenly drop and then they would run across. And every time they moved, it was the, it was the server changing location through something called proxies. So every time these little spiders go here, it will send out a little blip like, I'm here, this is where I am, I'm the server, and then we'll scurry across or maybe just drop a little web drop down and say, Oh, I'm here. And so these things move around all the time and they were, they were just impossible to spot because they kept changing the location of the server all the time. And God says that, um, that is how it is. You might as well try to see a wolf, a wolf running in the rain and start counting the hair on the back of the wolf as it races past you. That's how difficult it is to, to spot and he said that it's intended to be that way. It's intended to be impossible to find. It's intended to be impossible to trace because it is a private world for only those who know. This is what he was saying. It's only accessed to those who know. I don't care how much money you have in this world. This, if this world of people who are selling children in the neighborhoods or selling children to wealthy people who want to do nefarious things to them. If this world does not open up to invite you, you can be a billionaire from France, a billionaire from Martha's Vineyard. They won't bring you in. It's by invitation only. And so, uh, they use complicated security, complicated servers and the people who shop for human beings, they also do that. So you're never going to find a person with a normal computer like mine, just walking around with a laptop saying, oh yeah, I'm doing human trafficking on my laptop. Never. This man that I saw, this man was dedicated to this and we will get to it soon enough.
So the proxies change your location and they take you on this international journey when all the time the person is sitting in their living room in Cali and it just looks like they're moving around and uh, you, can, you can multiply your proxy. You don't need to have one. You can have multiple proxies to keep you safe. And God says that the buyers don't care about all the proxying and they don't care about the encrypted email. They're just in, interested in the product. And so now we come to the man who was buying women. I saw this man, uh, he had short fingers, very short fingers with dirty fingernails. And he was quite a big man. I would put this man at about, mm, even though he was sitting, I would put him at about six, six. He's, he's a big, big, big man with a, with a bushy ginger beard and long, dirty hair. His hair was all rough and matted and tangled and he had a cap on and he had this I would just call it the typical lumberjack trucker thing, except that uh, it didn't have sleeves. So whatever he was wearing, a t-shirt inside, it didn't have sleeves. And then he was wearing that checkered thing and it was also cut off, maybe like a hunting jacket. And he was sitting at a very, my hands are out of the frame, a very large sized monitor. There are some people who perhaps because of the work they do, um, designers and media people, they need a much bigger screen than what comes with their desktop computer. So they, they buy, sometimes they buy TV sized monitors, huge, large things to do their work. But that's for people who like to deal with images and people who look at child porn, people who look at gay porn, people who look at porn porn, some of them are so invested in it that they want these images the biggest that they can. They want an immersive live I was there experience. And so they buy these big screen computers. And then God was showing me the websites. I was saying you can't get to the website. So let's use a big box store. Okay. This is just an example. So I'm saying beforehand that it's an example so that nobody can get anything twisted. Let's just say www.target.newark.com. All this tells you is this is the address for Target, obviously, that's in Newark, NewJersey.com. But the way you write that address, Remember that you have memorized this address or off of piece of paper, or you've received an encrypted email. This encrypted email is not going to come with what is called a hyperlink. A hyperlink is when somebody sends you an email that has a website and it's already linked to the actual site. All you have to do is click the link and you go to the site. These guys don't work like that. They will send you the written thing in an encrypted email that cannot be traced back to them that you have to have a code to open or something. And then you are meant to open a browser window and type it in yourself. Now, the way I saw it, I wonder if I can show it. I'm not sure um, if it will be visible. It's not. The way they write it is that you will write it with so many other extra characters. You will not put it in with you will not put it in with normal T-A-R-G-E-T. -E You're not gonna write it like that. You're gonna write it with um, underscore, equal sign, exclamation mark, squiggle, um, dollar sign, percentage mark, using uh, the letter, the number zero instead of C-O-M for dot com. You're going to make so many deliberate mistakes and the word that kept coming to me for these, for these mistakes is squiggles you will insert a lot of so-called accidental squiggles into an ordinary email address. And then 
you can never get the coding of squiggles on your own. So like I said, nobody would ever type that many mistakes on naturally. You type in that many mistakes and instantly, and a website that should have taken you to a place where you can buy throw pillows or taking you to a place where you can buy cars will open up into this database of a million naked women for sale. This man was on a website that specialized in white girls from, there was one, the country that came to me, um, I don't know if I wrote it in, was definitely Norway. So she was Norwegian. And then um, there were also Indonesian women on the site and a few black women, but the majority was um, white women and girls of all types. And there were two types of pictures on this site. There was the very frisky, saucy, I'm so cute, see me, where the girls were better dressed. They were much better dressed. They were wearing very tiny shorts, very small cropped things. Some of them were, you know, taking provocative poses. These girls were all clean and I could see that they had taken these pictures willingly. These are the kind of pictures that men, male photographers and female photographers will get a young woman or, or even a, an older girl to take and tell her, you know, Movie studios are a lot more accepting of pushing your career if you're willing to show a little bit more skin. And I will speak about that later on in this prophecy. So these pictures were model pictures. The girls were scantily dressed. They were on cushions. They were giving cute looks to the camera and things like that. And I could see that they had willingly posed for them. They had probably been told that you can have a bright future or a modeling career if you just show a little bit more skin. There was another type of picture Okay, for the first one, uh, her label was this. Beautiful, exotic woman, 6'1", unbroken. This girl was a redhead. She was wearing tiny red hot pants and some very tiny tank top. And she was kneeling on a chair and looking back over her shoulder. And she was called a beautiful, exotic woman, 6'1", unbroken. And that word unbroken meant that she was still a virgin. And so her price point was much higher then another girl that I saw, because I was standing just behind this man, like maybe a foot behind him, looking over his shoulder at his massive screen where I could see everything that was there and written there. And uh, I saw this written, silent treatment brunette, 5'1", fiery, petite, wildcat. Now this woman's picture was another type of picture. This is a person who's already been captured in the human trafficking. They've already caught you. They probably already sexually abused you because sometimes the traffickers are allowed to do that to keep the merchandise quiet. These people are about to go into a life of a lifelong sex slavery. So the, 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 very, the basic approach is it doesn't matter if the trafficker tries out the merchandise, only if the request is for a virgin, then obviously she has to be brought in with no bruises, not manhandled, has to be taken care of better than somebody who's about to go directly into the life. And so they had punched up this woman. She uh, was not looking too clean. They just had her sitting on a beer crate. She looked so enraged and um, she had a black eye and that's probably why they called her a wildcat because she had tried to fight her hardest when they caught her. And I'm always telling people, male and female, that when you are out there, the world is not your oyster. The, word, the world is not even your fried chicken. The world is a dangerous and deadly place. Your parent, you've been watching these videos for even two months. You haven't had one or two life-changing conversations with your children. 
It's my opinion that you are being irresponsible. Your children need to know the reality of what is out there. Deadliness is out there. Free rape is out there, especially here in America. We now live in a world where in some places men can go into the ladies because they feel like a woman. There's, it, it just takes between one to two minutes to touch a child in a way that will change their life forever. And I don't mean in a good way. So prevention in these matters is worth a ton of cure. So the, these two women, one was untouched in an unbroken state. Nobody had manhandled her and slept with her. And that's because she wasn't yet in the trade. She had given up these pictures thinking that when her pictures are accepted, they will tell her, oh, a studio has picked you or a modeling house has picked you. We're now moving you from where you live in little Pikachu town and we're taking you to LA. It is during the trip from Pikachu town to LA that this girl's life will change forever. It is during that trip that her it will become known to her that she will never see her parents again because Liam Neeson in Taken is just a movie. No one is doing that to get these people out. And so some of these women who take these pictures willingly and even some of the ones who are captured end up in something called snuff films. This is a evil, horrendous thing that I do not advise people to go and look into. There, there are things in this life, Christians, you, you go and look in it too much, uh, you're not coming back out the same. I was learning a little bit too much um, six, seven years ago when God first began to talk to me about this thing. By reason of my profession, I look into everything, but there are some things that I wish I never looked into, and I'm very glad that he did not tell me about these things at that time because I might have with my, my deep dives and my researching and reading, I, I might have stumbled across this type of thing and it, it would have not been good for me at all. A snuff film is where people will act in a movie because they think they are in a movie, but where this movie is going is to death. This movie is a movie that you will never be able to do another movie after it because you're going to die on screen. In a snuff film, they, it, it can have any storyline. It can have um, a storyline of a young girl moved to a town. They will actually pay the money to film you in a town and film you driving to another place and say, oh, I'm going to make my fortune. And all this stuff you think you are shooting will then come to the day where they say, okay, the next scene we're shooting next week is you've moved to the new town and you meet this, your, your neighbor is hot. So j just to get, you know, just to get you a bigger role, we need you to just, you know, fool around in bed with the neighbor. And it could either go that the neighbor is actually going to kill this woman on screen. So there's a time they will give a signal and the neighbor will begin to molest her. And that's not what they told her. They told her, no, we're just going to film you um, fooling around. But then the neighbor will begin to tear the clothes off and she'll be like, hey, hey, that's not it. That's not, no. And everything, this is from Jesus Christ. I'm going to link this prophecy at the bottom. This is not from me. This is not what goes through this mind on, a, on an average weekday. The Lord says that everything you see in a snuff film from the beginning of the person's panic and fear and fighting and what is this, he said it is genuine emotion. It is the truest, rawest, most 
desperate form of human emotion that you will ever feel, ever see, because he says that every single thing the person is saying, doing, attempting to do, and failing to do, which is basically save their own life, is one billion percent real. And he says that is why these films are the priciest films on earth, because there are people who are so bored with the money they have that the only enjoyment they can get is it's not going holidaying anymore, it's not skiing, it's not buying the most expensive champagne, the most expensive caviar. All of that has become mundane. Now only bloodshed will work these people up. So um, it's a highly protected industry. It is a highly wicked industry. It goes all the way up to the top. It is protected in ways by law enforcement, by law, by government, you name it. It is preserved in such a way that to actually crack this thing, it, it will take God. And so I saw that this man with the long hair, hair and the dirty fingers lives in a place that God says has bayous. A bayou when you Google it, is a swamp and you need these big boats to ride on top of the water because there's very tough, tough grasses, marsh growing out of the swamp and you, and you need big boats. And God was showing me that people in certain areas in America, they just ride the bayous for fun. It's what they do. They just get in and put some beer on the thing and go out and hang out and have a boys day or a group day. And they're not rich and famous people. They're ordinary people, but being ordinary doesn't stop you buying people. And I saw that when this man is finished with the girl that he was buying, whoever he would buy, he had a habit of taking this person to the bayou. And what was impressed upon my heart, here are the Lord's words. The bayou is a very useful disposal service because it cleans up all human wastes and all human traces very efficiently. That's because bayous are filled with crocodiles, water moccasins. This is a very, very deadly type of water snake. Swamp gas. I do not know what that is. And death. You can die in a thousand ways out there. And all the man will need to do is to cut you on your body. So all this man will need to do is cut you, cut you, cut you, cut you, and throw you over the boat and let you fall into the water. And, this, and, the, and the crocodiles will come and get you and eat you or whatever it is that has teeth in that water will come and eat you. And the Lord said to me, there are human skulls in the bayous of America, places where they've just thrown people after they were done with them. Florida has bayous, and so does Tennessee and a few other places, he said to me. And when I went to check it out online, this is true. Another type of human trafficking that I saw is that people are keeping slave runs alive and well in America. So God was showing me that this is entertainment that is still going on since the days of slavery. A slave run is obviously when a slave would escape a plantation, decide that they cannot live with those atrocities and that terrible, demeaning, horrific, never-ending life anymore of being raped, being abused, being emasculated, being taken as less than human. And they would take their chances and run off in the night 
only to have perhaps a few hours head start before it was noticed that they were missing and dogs would be sent after them, a hunting party would be sent after them, bloodhounds would be sent after them, everything in the arsenal would be sent to get a slave back. And this is because black people were nothing more than chattel property here in America. And so God says that this is a form of entertainment. You catch a black person or you catch several black people, you make them run and then you hunt them as if they're escaping from the plantation. So obviously they're not escaping from the plantation, but the people chasing them are going to be saying the same things as you would be saying when you chase a runaway slave. And uh, this does not happen in the cities for obvious reasons. So I saw then that there is a gun that takes a very expensive type of bullet. It is a high powered rifle with a kick to it. And the bullet goes foom, foom when it comes out because there's a lot of compressed air when that expensive bullet leaves. And it's a pricey bullet because of its ability to shatter into a million pieces upon penetration and impact. So I don't know what kind of bullet this is that actually shatters to pieces because I thought that you know a, a bullet goes in there and causes damage in the heart, in the lungs or something and that's how you die. But this one, upon impact, as it enters in, it goes inside the person, exactly like that. So pieces of the bullet go all kind of radiating and it leaves a very messy hole, a hole so great that you can inflict very great and devastating damage with just one shot. And I just called it a splinter bullet because I don't know what else. And I saw that this is the bullet they use when they're having their make-believe slave captures. So they capture people, first of all, that are specifically black. I spoke in the earlier part of the video that people have preferences and on the human trafficking websites, you shop according to what you want. And there are people who still want to live back in the days of the good old boys and it has never gone away. It is still a problem in this country. And anyone who wants to deny it, you are living in falsity and you are not doing yourself any favors as God is looking at your heart. So, um, they capture black people and then they reenact these things. And the first time I ever saw this was not now. The first time I ever saw this was this horrifying repeating dream that I had for an entire night. So there's times the Lord will just put me in a dream and I cannot come out of that dream. It doesn't matter how much I roll. It doesn't matter how, how uncomfortable I am. Um, I will just have this same dream over and over until at least it's morning or 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Then I can finally shake, three, sh shake free. And what I saw is that a bunch of men, about two or three men, captured a black man who was clearly a city-working black man. So they, they found some way. I don't know how they got this man, but they had captured this man in some state. And they had brought him up to a farm that was very woodsy. So there was a, a lot of woods around this area. And um, they told him, they brought him to the barn. And I could see that there had been quite a struggle when they took this man because his shirt was all torn. It was hanging off his shoulder, it was all torn. And he was wearing tan pants and he was wearing proper office workplace shoes. 
So they did not get this man. Maybe they took him in some parking lot late at night when he was leaving his office or whatever. He was wearing office workplace shoes with the, you know, shoes with the slippery bottom. And the reason I'm mentioning this man's shoes is because of what I'm about to say they required of him next. They told him, well, son, we'll give you a fair shake. You can have 20 minutes to make it as far out as you can. But then we'll have to come get you. That's what they told him. And I saw that the man was paralyzed. He was so shocked and afraid and stunned by what was happening that he just kept staring at them and breathing. And he was looking at them. And I could see in this man's face that he was waiting for one of these people to tell him that this is just a joke. This is just a prank. Granted, we've torn your clothes. Granted, we drove you in the back of our truck or we brought you here in the trunk of the car and, and we might have gone too far, but this is the point we're going to tell you that we're just joking. But they did not. We were standing inside a barn. I was inside the barn in the darkness. These three men were standing in the doorway of the barn, silhouetted in the daylight, and they were telling this man slowly so that he could understand that he had to run so that they could chase him and that they would give him 20 minutes. And so eventually when this man realized that these people were not joking, that they were serious, that it's either he ran or he was going to die right there in the doorway. He did what all people do. Human beings are programmed to take their chances in life. Doesn't matter how horrible the choices are, people will always choose to take their chances and that's because we are not created by God to willingly embrace death. This is why I always warn about suicide. We are not created to choose death. You see anybody choosing death, you know that the devil is active and has manipulated the situation to where the mind is no longer working properly and the person now thinks that death is better than taking their chances. So when this man decided that he had to take his chances. He turned and he began to run and they shot him right there. He didn't even get a few steps away. And then everybody started laughing. But I made a sound like, Ooh! I made a sound in the barn and then these people twirled. Everybody put up their rifle, really fast reflexes and said, who's there? But because it was dark, they couldn't see me. And then that horrible dream just dissolved and went right back to the beginning. And I saw a black man standing in a silhouetted sunny day in a doorway with three white guys telling him, well, son, here are your choices. This is what we need you to do. But on this morning that I'm speaking about, July 10, I saw a proper slave run, and I've never seen that. Naked people were released in a forest to run, and run they did. Lord says, this is a pastime, and this is a fully recognized, a fully unregistered, but well-known about form of sport in the United States. So at this point, I will stop and give a caveat right here because the master's voice is something that you will either take it as a whole or you will leave it as a, as a whole. People come to this channel and when they hear that Russia is coming, they can say, you know, I believe that because I've had dreams about Russia. And then they, they hear that China is coming. You know what? I believe that because I dreamt in the future that all the cashiers were Chinese and we were all working for them. People come to this channel and they hear that God is going to judge America for the 60 million children that she has murdered in abortion. And everyone says, forgive us, Lord. Our sin is great upon us. 
people hear that God doesn't want to see transgenderism, he doesn't want to see lesbianism, he doesn't want to see pedophilia, he doesn't want to see corruption in the government, everybody's on board. And then the Lord will send me with a prophetic word to say that for the shedding of the blood of the African Americans in the United States, and for the shedding of the blood of the Native Americans in the United States, he will judge this nation. The Lord sent me to say that part of the slavery and why people will go off in slavery and judgment is because of the blood of these two nations that were shed. And then that's when everyone will tell me not to prophesy from my flesh, not to have dreams of racial vengeance and fantasies. And did I know that the Muslims and the Arabs also did slave trafficking? And did I know that the people all the way in Africa, that is when all of a sudden the master's voice is not a true prophetic website. And all of a sudden celestial needs to be rebuked, corrected and taught a history lesson because clearly my, my parents educated me in everything else except that. You take this blog as a whole or you leave it. It's either words from the Lord, prophetic, true, and his righteous observation of comprehensive sin, which he has every right to say, I shall repay all of it. Or it's all a fabrication and you need to stop coming here because it's very, diff it's very dangerous to listen to liars online you will be poisoned on the inside. It's either prophecy or it's all false. It's all true or it's all false. False. It's not a buffet. You cannot choose the parts that you like. I just want to make that very clear. The Lord says it is a pastime. It's recognized. People know it. They are doing it. He said it's an unregistered, unregistered sport in America. He says it's happening and the sheriff knows about it and the sheriff is not going to do a thing to stop it in some places. And that is why they're still finding black people hanging from trees and they're saying, well, you know, it looks like a suicide. Because of course, of all the ways that a black person could choose to die, they would choose that one naturally. That must be a very special form of depression that still has black people being found in trees in this time. So he says the sheriff knows about it and does nothing to stop it. Or he says it happens in places where the law enforcement has a pretty good idea that it's happening, but they just can't pin it on anyone. And he said it happens the same way that they steal that online petite wildcat brunette lady because it's all a form of human trafficking. And killing a race this way is what happens just like they shop women and tall preteen girls of all races. And so I saw the splinter bullet go off and it hit this big man. This man was, uh, he, he was very heavy. There was, not a, there was not a chance that this man had a snowflakes chance in summer of surviving this run. He was not fit. He was already overweight and he was one of the first people that they shot and he just went down like a moose and uh, his entire torso had burst open by the effect of this bullet. And I saw some duck boots come up to him, camel style. They came up to him and then some other shoes came up to him and he was stark naked. All the people in the run were stark naked. 
And so they were still running and they'd come up to the first kill of the night because what they do is they will chase these people and they would basically hunt them all night until they catch them. You try to imagine people hunting you. I think this is a famous book by the name, The, the Island of Dr. Moreau, where um, this man had, a, had an island and he invited some people over for hunting and they were like, oh, what are we gonna be hunting? Are we going to be hunting exact, exotic animals? And he wouldn't tell them what they were hunting. And then it turns out that what this man did was invite people over to his private island and then have fun shooting them until they were all gone. I think that is the book. Don't pin me on that, but it, it is. I read that when I was young. And so it, it was very difficult in that story for a human being that was fully dressed and this man who survived, he had hunter's instincts and he was, he was very, at least he had wildlife instincts, but he also had clothes and he also had shoes. And he was out in Dr. Moreau's Island for a couple days before he finally was able to outwit that sick man and serve him his own medicine. But if you're going to be naked, right? If you're going to be naked and, and running in, in, the, in the forest, then of course, how long can you last out there with exposure, with bugs, with trees and being scratched and bleeding and dogs? It's not long. And so they killed this man and uh, the Lord was mentioning about this bullet, that this bullet is never used for practice. So when a person is working on their marksmanship, shot shooting, uh, they never use the splinter bullet. It is only for the actual hunt. So they walked up to the man and the camo duck boot kicked him to see if he was alive, but that bullet had exploded everything in him outside. And then someone said, nice shot. And then the vision went away and God didn't say anything to me and there's no need for me to take it um, any further than that. These are the things that God is showing me. This is why um, I'm serious. People come and they're like, why are you so severe? Why are you so serious? And I'm like, well, I don't know, but it could be because I'm shoveling out the septic tank of America and it's not the cheeriest job in the world. These are the things that happen here. And God is going to judge all of it so we cannot pick and choose and say, well, it was our ancestors. Guess what? The ancestors apparently have a thriving group of descendants in the country. And not only is it in the country, but it's sleeping in the hearts of many people, which is why when I speak what the Lord gives me, then that thing in them rises up to protest and to accuse me of things that are simply preposterous. If God didn't think that I could handle this material in an impartial manner and bring it out, not to put myself up there, because then there would be no acceptable color that I could possibly be to say these things. If he didn't trust me to do this work, someone else would be sitting here. Someone else that he trusted, but it's me. This is Celestial with the master's voice, the evils of human trafficking, race-based, all colors is alive and well in the United States. Human trafficking and murder in America, July the 10th, 2022. Until I see you again, goodbye.